welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029. Well, I wanted to say something about, before I begin, about my own experience about how I see the evolution of the triad or four. And there's an initial, well, kind of getting to know each other in a little bit deeper way and count. There's a bit of, or a lot of us learning how to open up with ourselves and open up in ways that are relevant with each other. And it seems to me that part of what occurs, this is my experience, is that the, tri- the, the, the energy of us is facilitating before, even before the, the more cosmic uh, service, if you will. Although anything that facilitates us in a, in a true way is cosmic work. But it feels like I'm getting more on the personal level, uh, which seems to be an evolutionary step towards being of more service within the context of group. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted, I wanted to say that. So immediately I kind of felt I, I liked the image of the four points and I liked the image of us of being able to visually see focusing in on the center. I found that helpful. I also started out with feeling like a paradox with myself in that I felt the full cosmic sense of being a cosmic being holding up the energy and supporting it. And at the same time, everything that I was feeling and subsequently through the, the meditation felt like it was a res- response to an unconscious entreaty that I did prior to us going into meditation. Um, in other words, personal. Um, I realized I've what I got was in again in the same sense of being expansive way beyond my earthly form into a more cosmic form. It also be, was made very clear to me that uh, I'm not really honoring the urgings of my soul or not fully. Perhaps that's a better way to put it. Hmm. And that I don't need to go into all the details, but stepping back and looking at the things that have been with me throughout my life and my promptings, I've also almost always put them in as my ego stuff. And what I got was it that's not the ego. That those are the promptings of the soul, which are which have a lot of things to do. Uh, the, way, the way it came out was, these are not of ego, rather the choices of assimilating 
your soul in ascension, for ascension, for assimilation. These are choices my soul has made. The ego are the interpretations and judgments around it. Uh-huh. On many different levels. Um, and so there's specifics for me, um, largely to write. But when I got from today's session, which felt very powerful to me, was that when I alluded to suffering earlier, I certainly don't indulge in things to anywhere near the extent that I did before in terms of what I'm calling suffering. But the more I can honor all those promptings, the greater the service that which I am can be to, to divine will, because that is divine will. So, um, and it's just a vulnerability to share. I shared this with my beloved yesterday. There was a quote, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically he said, if you choose to live a life that's easy, are doing, if you choose to do things that are only easy, whatever that may be, you're probably going to have a difficult life. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you choose to do those things which may appear to be difficult for you, you're probably going to have an easy life. <laughs> yeah, that is the paradox, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what that meant for me is I indulge in... I have promptings and I do them to a certain degree and then I seem to just kind of back off. So um, that's my experience. Thank you all for the energy that you've lent to this so that I could probably go a little bit deeper. Well, it's our pleasure, you know, and I, you, I just got as, as you finished what you were talking about, I was wondering if part of the thing that was holding you back was fear. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If it's not of love, it's of fear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I will share a great... Um, God, I can't remember the term. When you have letters and they mean something else, I mean, you use them as... Anyway, this was... Anagram, not anagrams, right? No. <laughs> you guys know this. I've used the term a million times. It's just not in my brain right now. But for fear... Which oh, is acronym. acronym for fear. Oh, an acronym? Acronyms. Yeah, acronyms, uh, right. Oh, that's, that's what, what I was kind is. of thinking it might be. Uh, feeling excited and ready. Oh, now that's a different way of looking at it. <laughs> you know that biologically speaking, the only difference in the physical, in the human body between fear and exhilaration is that one, you are breathing. <laughs> the other one, you're not. Everything else is the same physiologically. Uh, so in theory... <laughs> 
when you feel the fear, start breathing and you can turn that into enthusiasm. There you go. <laughs> that. I like that Thank idea. <laughs> that seems great. like a good actor methodology, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I will use that. <laughs> yeah. It's Take amazing how you can switch characters like that. Okay. Anyone want to go next? I'll go next. Sure. Well, as 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 seemed to have happened <laughs> since we've been doing these kind of things, I started out with a symbol that I drew. And this is this is the symbol. I don't know if you can see it or not. It sort of looks like a, you know, like a, a crescent moon with the sun going past it, almost like an eclipse type thing. And that's what I thought it was originally. I, I said, oh, that looks like an eclipse. <laughs> no. <laughs> what I found out it is, is that the third dimensional plane is that little piece of, of Earth that is around the bigger Earth, which is the fifth dimensional Earth. So it's sort of like the fifth dimensional Earth was moving in front of the third dimensional Earth and separating from it. Okay. Um, and so that's what I first got. I got, uh, at first, I thought it, uh, it was a crescent moon with the Earth in front of it, uh, as if in an eclipse, but then it it came to me that it actually is the separation of the former earth with the new earth. And as the separation takes place, it was like um, looking like the one earth is crossing in front of the other. Uh, the fifth dimensional sun earth going in front of the third dimensional earth carbon-based reality in the background. Much strength and unconditional love was felt in my heart as I saw that vision and got that message. Unconditional love is the key to all that is. All of creation is emanating and sourced from unconditional love, which is the source of being truth. Trust your beingness, feel the union of yourself and all things in the universe that was created out of no thing. Be complete in the knowledge of being complete. And at the same time, being all that is and part of all that is at the same time. Come out of the darkness of doubt and despair into the light of union and life. Um, sense the air. Know that you are of the air. Sense the earth and know that you are of the earth. Do the same with the water and the light and the ether. All of it is unconditional truth and love. It always has been 
and it always will be. Be willing to be and experience the abundant, unconditional love that you truly are. From the dark emanates the great light of enlightenment. Be, my children, be. Beautiful. Love it, Jonathan. Thank you. <laughs> you want me to go next, Chrissy? Please. All right. Mine always starts out with feeling stuff. So I was feeling a lot of energy, feeling bands of energy going down like these muscles down my neck. Oh. Feeling tears of joy as an expanded heart opening that started with the videos. Feeling the joy of Sophia for our union today. Seeing different points of light lighting up on the 144 crystal grid. It is beginning to move very slowly. I'm seeing our diamond brighter than the rest of the grid. There's energy on the grid in the individual diamonds moving. So like each diamond was, was separate, although part of the grid. And there was, I could see like diamond-like energy moving around it. I sense that our work here today is to blend and anchor with the Christ diamond energy, filling a cap over my crown along with an enhancement of the music of the spheres as high-pitched sonic tones in my ears, feeling like a ray of light flowing down into the cap seeing a diamond in the middle of my forehead. Now it's spinning. I feel like I'm growing in stature. My body feels longer and larger. I was feeling kind of cosmic. Um, my temples are beginning, are being activated. I'm now feeling the mouth of God's center being turned on. I'm seeing my skull as a crystal, clear crystal quartz with rainbow diamond sheen. I'm now merging with an actual physical crystal skull I have worked with. We are one. The mouth of God center is a doorway into the universe, which is way here. Flowing, flowing with the breath like a wormhole. We each are being anchored in our positions with our gifts. I'm now seeing the solar horn disc on top of my head with my spine being transformed into a crystal staff. I'm seeing an alphabet letter on each of the spinal discs. Letters are moving around to find their right placement. I am now inside of a hexagon. Solar disc, the solar disc is being turned on. It feels like a weight on top of my crown. I am complete. <laughs> that was my experience. It's interesting. Jonathan always receives messages. I receive imagery. Yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> a thinker of, you know, of the energy and gets insights for integration. And Chrissy uh, usually gets a lot of visuals. So what's, what's Chrissy getting today? Um. This time was a lot like last time in that I didn't have as much 
really happening visually um, and connectedly. I think in part, I need to have a better setup at this time of day uh, systemically for myself. Um, but this time I did have some imagery of it's kind of like warrior imagery, like holding a katana and being on the, not on the defense, that doesn't sound right, but more of a uh, protective kind of energy. And then uh, further along, I got a visual of uh, like a changing face that was behind like uh, greenery, almost as if you, there was someone hiding in the bushes and peering out, but then their face was constantly changing like a double camouflage. And those were the only things that came through for me. What was uh, the first thing you said that was like a protective energy before that you described it? Like I'm holding a what? Holding like a katana, like one of those long skinny Japanese swords. Oh, oh so okay. it's a katana. I, I have a question. Very kill billish is like the <laughs> only way I can like <laughs> putting that kill over. Billish. Yeah. Like, I know. I know. Yeah, I, Sorry, I have a but... no. I have a question for everybody. Um I mean these feel with the three of us and, and Jonathan being here, they feel like they're building for the most part in Wow. Wow, nice. Swords, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry for anything I might have said. Uh, <laughs> but do you have in your mindset an evolutionary process for this gathering in terms of, um, well, let me, let me explain. When we first started this many years ago now, gosh, 13 years ago, wow. uh, the particular triad relationship that we had, there were, it, there were experiences where we really felt or really experienced having an impact that went beyond our own personal um, evolution, our own personal growth, um, which of course is where everything begins. And and so there was there were moments, and I didn't even realize it as much then as I have in the late the years, subsequent years, where we felt we were really impacting in a very specific way. Almost like um, here, go to this place and do this thing yeah. you know, in order to create something. So when I speak of part of what I mean by, do you feel an evolutionary process is in my mind, I'm, see my own development within this grouping and this grouping's development as moving to that place where there's actual palpable awarenesses and abilities that we've accepted, that we've grown into, that we've expanded to, to allow ourselves to be able to 
really kind of help make some kind of subsequent significant service to mm-hmm. to humanity to cosmos on a mother gaia on a on a significant level so mike uh, that's a long-winded thing but that's what i that's what i'm asking is if that's part of mindset from the group or just asking that from well i guess it's both i mean obviously on an individual level but that's what we bring to the group so yeah because, uh, I mean, in response to that, I mean, I, I see, going, taking notes from all of these journeys, I see the blueprint for how to operate the spaceship I want to build. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, the starship, to fly the starship. I've, right. I've been given a blueprint for it. And this is just preparation to activate our own starship so that we can blend and fly a starship together. So it's like being little pods, like in Star Trek, where they went out in their little pods, right? Outside of the starship. Bring me up, Scotty. (laughs) We're we're learning to fly our own ship. And as as we're flying it, we're learning to fly our little pods together. And then we're going to hopefully create a big ship. And in that process, uh, be of service on a grander scale for what is needed in, not just in Earth, but in the universe. So, yeah. Because I, I see us as multidimensional beings, like you recognize that you're a captain on a starship somewhere. So, you know, we're, we're here uh, integrating those levels of ourselves to be a greater service in the now and like a physical, like merging all those, merging that consciousness and all those experiences into this one body so we can be a greater service, which is a form of, you know, mastery so that we can ascend into the sun with, with mother Gaia. I don't know if I said that. I felt a lot of energy going into this diamond formation. Yeah. Powerful. It's, I mean, well, hey, in order for us to all become diamond mm-hmm. like entities and actually become diamonds out of this carbon based reality, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's important that we join together and become this diamond. <laughs> We're doing the diamond as a group, but it's really bringing the diamond energy into your cellular makeup. Yeah, yeah. Which is what the Christ codes are all about. The whole alphabet is a code that we are not using. I mean, we're using it to uh, describe and um, communicate our experiences. So we're using it as a third dimensional tool to name and describe and explain what we're, what we're experiencing. Yeah. In, the, in the process, we create that reality. 
but the light language is describing the essence of energy. It's the essence of a thing. Mm-hmm. And when you say it, you are, you're calling on the elements to shape and form the essence of what that alphabet letter holds. So it's creating from a different level of creation. Yeah. So they're, they're informing me. <laughs> and, you know, like I've seen that the alphabet connects to the spinal column already and I've, and I've lined it up, but they were, oh, okay. but I was, but today I was getting the alphabet anchoring into my spine and in my visualizations, the last, I don't know, week or so is I, I have an energization exercise that I do where I'm seeing the, the codes coming into my mouth of God center. Yeah. And I visualize my perfect physical body. And I, this, this week I started to visualize my perfect physical body, but then I, I know what my other 12 other live streams are, my, my major ones. So I start visualizing them. Oh, uh, okay. Linking with them at the same time. It's kind of like what Bennett was talking about, right? Um, and these are exercises that I go through. They, they evolve. They're evolving naturally. So I used to start with the, the chakra. I mean, sorry, with the um, Christ code mantra. I used to do it with the mantra. Now I'm doing it with the chakra codes. Uh, okay. Now with the chakra codes, I'm going to start doing it with the elemental codes. So it's a progression of embodying the codes into my body. And as I do it, it's opening up information, keys, and understandings. And I got too that it's it's there. There's more light shining out of you as you're doing this stuff. Mm. You see it? Uh, well, I I got I got this this input that just came into me and says, "Oh yeah, well you know more lights coming into her when she's doing that." Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at myself at the camera. I'm almost looking etheric to myself. <laughs> physical. So. Well, you know, each time each time we meet like this, mm-hmm. you know, more of that diamond is is happening, and also um, we're sending out the energy. To the rest of the planet at the same time. Exactly. We are affecting big change on the planet by what we're doing. Yep, sure is. Whether we understand what we're doing or not. It's not about understanding. I don't think it's about the being that's the key. Exactly. If you would like to be part of the global solution for innovative quantum changes, please join us at the Christ World Healing Circle where we collectively perform quantum mediation for global ascension as training for the Dragonheart Council of Light. Go to ChristCoast.com under the World Services menu tab to register.